the Small Queendom Podcast. Bonus episode one. Hey everyone, surprise! This is my first of probably many bonus episodes that I will have, and this is a short little snippet from my conversation that I had with Beth about the Enneagram, and we got on the topic of parenting, because I know all the mothers and the fathers out there that are interested in the Enneagram and they discover what their own types are, I know it's the next step to think, oh my goodness, what type is my child? Can I figure this out? So I think that this little conversation that I had with Beth was very helpful and very insightful. I particularly like what she mentions about the teenage years, and I hope that this will bring a little bit more of the wisdom of the Enneagram for you and your family. So enjoy this bonus episode, and we will see you next Monday with our normally scheduled release of the next episode of the Small Queen of Podcast. Thanks, y'all. Wow. So you mentioned that you have children and at what point, I mean, I'm getting a little out of order, but That's okay. Okay. it's my own podcast. <laughs> exactly. Did at what mean? point are you able to identify what maybe your children are typing as to yeah. kind of help them grow and nurture their gifts and things? Yes. So that was one of the reasons why I did want to use it. Um, Cause I, as a young, especially a very young mom, Yes. And um, I think all of us moms are just wanting to be great moms and love our kids Absolutely. and something like the best in the world. But then they get here and we're like, what? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, what do you need? Where's the owner's manual to this child? And I could see like, oh, the Enneagram would be this owner's manual. So mm -hmm. me, just like all the other parents out there are like, okay, when can I use this with my kid? You know, when mm -hmm. can I type them? So I'll tell you my story because no one was really around for me at the time to ask that question. So I'll tell you what I learned. Okay. Um, so I started really using the Enneagram um, personally when my kids were like three and five. And so I really wanted to find their type. And what I learned first was that you can el probably eliminate types easier than you can land on their type. Okay. So I knew my, my son was most likely not. And when I say most likely, cause I don't know his internal world. So this is, these are all guesses at the time, but we were guessing, okay, I don't think you're an eight. I don't think you're four or a five or a seven or nine. So we kind of, in a three, so we landed on one, two and six, like, okay, we could see some overlapping characteristics with these three but we really couldn't pull it apart. And I would even try, especially like when he was like nine, because he was such a sweet, kind um, friend and just person to people. And so I was like, okay, Nate, so are you helping that person because it's the right thing to do? <laughs> or are you doing it because you just really want to help or, and he would just look at me like, yeah, like all of the above. Like, I don't, you know, so he just couldn't nuance his heart. You know, he just did what was natural. And so it was even at that stage where I was like, okay, he really doesn't have an understanding or a language to even help me know why he's doing what he's doing. But as a mom, I was able to still study him and to observe him and to kind of ponder on, you know, what is he like and why is he doing that? But I really realized I can't really name his type. I just mm -hmm. don't know. Mm -hmm. And so what I did is I just said, okay, you know, we're just going to parent him from 
a loose perspective of one, two, and six, because we don't know. And it may not even be those types, but it really seemed like those were the top three. Mm -hmm. So I would just kind of like try to parent from one of those three perspectives and um, like try to see what landed on him best, you know, like, okay, so if I, you know, do this, does that resonate with his heart more and give him a sense of love and peace or, you know, but it was still somewhat challenging. And so what we did, what we learned as parents is the more work we do on ourselves and the healthier we get, the more they're able to live out who they really are Mm. versus trying to come through for us. Because see, we parent from our own style. Yes. As a type nine, I want my kids to be these little perfect angels that are quiet and kind and respectful and um, helpful and accommodate, you know, it's like, you must be nice to people, you know, <laughs> you must be thoughtful. Whereas we were talking to a type eight the other day and she's like, yeah, I'm praying over my son, like to be a warrior, to be strong. And, you know, <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with it. Cause that's the perspective we live in. But I realized I have to do my work and not forcing him to become me or, or just me. Now, obviously some of my ideals is what God gave me to give to him. Yeah. Um, but the biggest thing was to do my own work and to be able to explain to my children, my own internal world appropriate age appropriately and apologize when I realized, Oh, you know what? It's actually not from the best place of my heart and I need to apologize or let them know why I got frustrated, Mm -hmm. but not in an accusatory, like this is your fault. Like, I'm sorry. I was short. I'm sorry whatever. Um, and so by doing that, it allowed them to understand their internal world because they saw it as an example. So when he was about 13 or 14 is when we really started to say, okay, let's try to find your main type. And so we did the test and I asked a bunch of questions and he was the one to go, oh, I'm totally a six. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, really? Um, and And so then everything started falling into place and making sense. So then we really started just honing in on, okay, how can we love you the best being a type six Um, and having conversations to help to get to know him from really who he is. Now, my daughter, on the other hand, was a little bit more challenging or it was a more of a bigger aha moment for me because she to me looked much more like me, like an eight, I mean, a nine with an eight wing. But I also thought, well, maybe she's a two, I don't know. And so when she was about 14 or 15 is when we had her do the test and talk about it. And she came up on the test as a type two. And I was like, really? And she read it and she's like, oh, this is definitely me. Oh, wow. And I was like, really? And she's like, oh, yeah. And I was like, huh. So in here, I've been doing the work at that point, like 12 years. Wow. So I'm just trying to get people to understand, like, it is a really complex system. There's so yes. many layers. Like there's so much that's going on. And so even someone who studied for a long time, you really cannot name people. I know it looks like you can, it seems like you can, oh, they did this or they're feeling that therefore they're this type. Trust me. There's so many layers and complexities. It's much harder than that. But when someone can name themselves and do their own discovery work, it's amazing. So when she did that, I was just kind of floored. But as she became more of a teenager, her personality really started to blossom. And I was like, oh, there it is. (laughs) And so what I think we need to realize is a lot of parents, you know, we raise our kids and then like parents, you know, we always hear like, oh, then they became teenagers. And all of a sudden they morphed into something completely different. It's like, well, my take on it is they're like, my daughter was really 
taking on a lot of my attributes as a type nine. Okay. And then in your teenage years, your personality is trying to like burst forth and, you know, um, be itself. So I think what you're seeing, seeing in the early or the teenage years in the early twenties is their personality at its highest point, so to speak. Wow. In, in, okay. In the sense of like, it's untethered. <laughs> it's, it's not been reined in. So maybe what some parents feel when they hit those teenage years is really that child coming into themselves instead yes. of towing the line as a grade school child, according to what they think their parents live. Right. That's very, very interesting. Yes. And so I think as a parent, it's our work to, at that stage, well, before, but especially at that stage to really listen to our kids and to embrace how God has created them yes. instead of being frustrated that, wait, you're not doing it the way I want you to do it. So like my daughter has so many amazing gifts and loves to bless people and bake things and which makes the kitchen messy, which makes this mind go, oh, please don't. But then we laugh about it. And, you know, it's like, no, I want her to blossom. I want her to be her. And yeah, there's some days um, that that's not going to be the most ideal for the family. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to need to say that. But a lot of times it's because I just don't want the mess and I need to get over it. So it's, it's kind of a way for you to grow and be even healthier. Right. Like this is positive for her. This is This is good for her. I yes. need to like rest in that patience or that growth. Exactly. And so for each type, they're going to have their thing that's going to rub us wrong. And we're going to try to pin them into our personality style or what we think. And so it's not the saying, oh, go for it, be whoever you are, you know, and just like no guidance. And it's not that it's actual guidance in their personality type to be the healthiest version of them in the Lord. And so for, for us, the real um, parenting with the Enneagram really started at its peak, I guess, you know, in those teenage years. Mm -hmm. And so that has just been such an amazing tool because we've been able to then talk with our kids from their perspective and ours, um, as they go through those teenage years. So like my daughter, you know, a lot of her friends come to her for advice, you know, she's great to listen to and give advice, but because she's so empathetic and teenagers have these high highs and low lows. I mean, oh, yes, she's all over the place. And so just being there for her as a comfort and a resource and also to guide her in her healthiest path, like you do not need to take on everyone else's emotions and needs. And this is, here's a better, healthier way of doing that. So just knowing where she's going to be really strong and also weak. And instead of it being like, well, this is how I am. So you should be like me or um, so it just brings a whole different trajectory, but before they can name their type, we can only just hold it loosely and literally trust in the Lord. <laughs> yes. You know, I think if he wanted us to, to know it earlier, he would have made it clear earlier. 